0: So today, as I said, we're beginning a new series called Getting Ready for the Harvest. And this series is based on the principles of the law of the harvest that Paul talks about in Galatians chapter 6. And a key verse there is this, Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we'll reap a harvest if we do not give up. And it's also based on a message from the book of Malachi, which has much to say about how to get ready to receive God's abundant blessing in our lives. Now, the book of Malachi was written by Malachi <laughs> a little more than over 400 years before the birth of Christ. It's a very serious book in which, he's, in, in, in which he makes several charges against the people of Israel because they've been living in willful, willful disobedience to the law of God. So, it's a very serious book. But at the heart of Malachi's message is that even though you have sinned, God is ready to forgive you. He's ready to receive you back into fellowship with him, and he's ready to bless you abundantly, because that's the type of God that we have. In fact, he sums it up by saying this, but for you who revere my name, the Son of righteousness will rise with healing in its wings, and you will go out and leap like calves, release from the store. This is the offer that God extends to his people, an abundance of blessing and healing and leaping, yes, leaping, When was the last time you felt as a Christian, you were leaping? (laughs) Well, today, he promises that that harvest is for us, his people. And his people, by his people, I mean you and me as well, and everyone who calls on the name of the Lord. So how do we leap? (laughs) How do we get there? Well, if you want to experience a harvest, every day you need to move in a harvest direction. What do I mean by that? Every day you need to move in a harvest direction. Well, Malachi chapter 3, verse 7, sums this up. uh, What I mean when God says this, Return to me, and I will return to you, says the Lord Almighty. Now, do you know what God's saying here to each one of us? He's saying, think about the direction your life is taking. Think about where you're headed. And if you're not headed my way... Turn around and return to me. Repent and reform your ways. Put me first. That's how you move in a harvest direction. Now, that's a principle that I want to talk about today. In fact, there's a principle I want you to pick up on here. It's very simple and very obvious, and that is your direction determines your destination. Your direction determines your destination. Have you ever missed a turn, even if you're using the GPS, and you're on one of those highways where the next turnoff's not for like 5k, and your direction determines your destination. And the whole 5K is like, oh, God, missed the turn off. <laughs> yeah, well, that happens to me sometimes. <laughs> your direction determines your destination. Now, this is a principle you can't escape. Where you're headed is where you'll arrive. Right? That makes perfect sense, doesn't it? It's as simple as that. So each one of us needs to do a little self-evaluation and ask, if I continue down the path I'm on, where will it take me? In my marriage, in my relationships, in my work, in my health, in my spiritual life, in my eternal destiny, based on my current direction, where am I headed? In the days of Malachi, The people of Israel were moving in the wrong direction. They weren't moving toward a harvest of blessing. In fact, they were headed the opposite way. God said to them, Ever since the time of your forefathers, you have turned away from my decrees and have not kept them. Return to me. You see, direction determines destination. But thankfully, you can change your direction any time you want. Even if you've been going the wrong way for years and years, God is saying, come back to me. It's not too late. And for goodness sake, the greatest example of that is the thief on the cross. It's as late as you get. (laughs) And yet, in that moment, he came to Christ and would be with Jesus in heaven forever. When God says, "Return to me, and I' will return to you," He's saying, "Move in my direction so I can be present in your life so that you experience abundant life in me." Now this principle that directions determine destination is the same principle of the law of the harvest that Paul talks about in Galatians chapter six. He said this: "Do not be deceived, God cannot be mocked, a man reaps what He sows." You see What you plant determines what you grow, right? What you plant determines what you grow. If you plant corn seed, you're not gonna get tomatoes, are you? Okay, I've just recently redone my garden. I've put some blueberries in there, my friends. I'm very excited. But when I put the blueberries in, I expect to get blueberries, okay? If I got tomatoes or oranges or something else, I'd be like, I've been sold the wrong seed. (laughs) What you plant determines what you grow. Where you're headed determines where you go. You need to ask yourself, what am I sowing and where am I going? You need to ask yourself, is the way I treat my spouse, is the way I speak to my children taking us in the direction of becoming a family blessed by God? Am I moving in the direction of better physical and spiritual health? Am I investing in godly character or destructive sin? And we know the answer to that. Am I preparing the fields of my life for a harvest of abundance and eternal reward? The principle of direction determines destination is a principle we need to tweak every day of our lives, isn't it? Because I find that too. I'm heading in the right direction, generally, I think. But on that particular day, you know, maybe I need to think, am I making smart choices here and I'm doing the right thing? Am I spending time with God even? We need to tweak it every day. Constantly asking ourselves, "Where am I headed?" This brings me to the next point. It's not just that direction determines destination; it's that your daily direction determines your ultimate destination. This is where many people fail to experience the harvest. It's because of this one little word, "daily." Daily. Most people have a pretty good general idea of where they want to end up, right? Uh, if you were to take a snapshot of their life, it would probably appear they're at least facing the right direction. But here's where most get tripped up. The destination is not just about looking in the right direction, it's about daily progress. It's about daily progress. It's like the classic shampoo ad, it won't happen overnight, but it will happen. Pantene, okay? Now, they should employ me, shouldn't they? Now, the point is, you use the Pantene regularly, then your hair will be fabulous. Not that I have any hair to shake at all. Oh, that went horribly wrong. It's true of our spiritual lives. It's true of our lives. Every day, daily choices make a difference. It's not enough to be standing on the right road facing west. You actually have to be moving down the road, making progress every day. You need to make sure that in every area of our lives, we're moving in God's direction. Not just one day a week, not just every now and then, but every day in our lives, in every area of our lives, we're moving in God's direction. And that starts with spending time with Him. That starts with spending time with Him. We can't expect an intimate relationship with Him if we're not regularly spending time with Him. Do you want your marriage to be blessed? Move in the direction of a God-centered marriage every day. Yeah, you'll trip up, but move in that direction. Do you want to experience God's provision? Then move in the direction of being a generous giver every day toward God and others, because God promises if we're generous with our time, our energy, our money, He will provide for our every need. Do you want to grow in your Christian life? Spend time alone with God every day. Do you want to reap a harvest in your life, which could mean all sorts of good results, both here and in eternity? Do you want to experience a harvest in your life? Then do good to others every day, especially to your fellow Christians. The key phrase in all these things is every day. Every day. Your daily direction determines your ultimate destination. That's so true, isn't it? if you're always moving one step forward, one step back, one step left, one step right, then you're gonna struggle to arrive at your destination. You probably actually won't get there. It's a bit like a drunk person. You know, when you (laughs) You know they say, walk the line? Okay, that's not from experience They're heading in the wrong direction. And if the police ask them to walk the line, well, they're heading <laughs> to jail. The point is, if you work the fields every day of your life, moving forward every day, the harvest will come. The harvest will come. Paul says along these lines, Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time you will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Did you hear that? If we do not give up. Don't become weary. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let's let's do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. My point in all of this is it's a daily process if you want to move in God's good direction. It's a daily process. There's one more aspect of this journey to the harvest principle that I, I want you to see today, and that is your ultimate destination is always a little bit closer than it used to be. Your ultimate destination is always a little bit closer than it used to be. Notice what God said. Return to me, and I will return to you, says the Lord Almighty. Do you want to know one of the best promises in all of Scripture? They're all good, but this is one of the best. When you move towards God, He moves towards you. When you move towards God, He moves towards you. Malachi said it here, and James also said it in the New Testament. Have a listen. Come near to God, and he will come near to you. Near to you. God meets you halfway. When you begin to draw near to him, he doesn't hide, he doesn't back paddle, he doesn't go, oh, for the ten thousandth time they've turned back, I'm over it. Forget it. He's not like that. He starts moving in your direction. In fact, the Bible indicates that he runs in your direction. That's a lovely thought, isn't it? Do you remember the story of the prodigal son, one of my favorite stories in the Bible? After he'd run away, the son, from home and he'd wasted his father's fortune on wild living in a foreign land, he realized he's wrong. He made the decision to go back home, hoping at least, at least to be accepted as a servant, not as a son anymore, maybe as a servant. And Jesus said this about the father, But while he was still a long way off, while the son was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. He ran to his son, threw his arms around him, and kissed him. This is a picture of our Heavenly Father. We don't serve a God that stands far off in the distance while we stumble our way back to him. We serve a God that meets us halfway. In fact, I'd argue he's already there. We just need to move forward to him. This is the sort of God we have. When you return to Him, He returns to you. When you draw near to Him, He draws near to you. When you move in His direction, He moves in your direction. The harvest of blessing that God has promised you doesn't keep getting put off and pushed back and postponed. When you move towards God, the harvest gets pushed forward. <laughs> Because we have a God that meets us halfway. And what is this harvest that God can give in our lives here and in eternity? I've mentioned that. Well, the harvest in the here and now might mean that as we seek to live our lives and honour Him, we genuinely help people in their lives. So maybe people are struggling with brokenness, or they're going through a divorce, or health issues, or whatever it might be. And by us ministering into their lives, heading in God's direction, and loving them God's way, we can actually lead them to Christ and bring them hope and transformation in their lives. That's a harvest, isn't it? That's what, and, then, and, and another harvest is as we share God's good news, as we share his love with how we live and, and our words, then people might indeed come to Christ. Jesus says the fields are ripe for harvest. Pray for the, to the Lord of the harvest uh, that um, he would send out workers into his harvest. It might be that you lead people to Christ. The harvest might be that you, by putting God first in your life, are a huge witness in your family and it actually changes the culture of your family or the culture of your work or even the culture of, 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 of Sydney. It, the point is, our culture is heading in the wrong direction and by our lives, by our witness, we can actually bring a harvest and stem the tide of where our world is going. Our harvest could be many things. Our harvest can also be eternal blessings and reward. I'm just scraping the surface. The point is, when you move in God's direction, He brings a harvest. And my experience is, when I put God first in my life, I experience a harvest of peace. And I experience a harvest of reassurance and of strength in the hard times. Even if I'm in pain, God can bring me peace when I put Him first. And that's why I find a daily time with God makes a profound difference. Are so you experience pain right now? God can give you peace, a harvest of it. A peace that passes understanding, if only you would seek Him and walk with Him. God is a God of harvest, a God of abundance. Uh, I can't include everything in this message. I was reading the passage in Luke that talks about how when we give of our deeds, of our lives, of our money, how it's like grain pressed down, shaken together and pouring over. There's this picture of as we give to God with our lives... He makes it overflow. Do you want to (laughs) overflow? I want to (laughs) overflow. Even in the difficult times, I want to overflow. That's found when we move in God's direction every day. Hmm. God has promised a harvest for his people. So then, let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we'll reap a harvest if we do not give up. Your direction determines your destination. Putting this principle into practice in your life helps you become harvest ready. Harvest ready here and now and also in the age to come in eternity. Now this morning, we've come to take part in the communion, which reminds us of what God has done for each one of us to come closer to Jesus Christ. He left heaven and came to us to reconcile us to God. Because of what Christ has done for us here on the cross, We can come near to him. Do you know if it wasn't for Christ, we'd already be far off. We wouldn't know each other. We'd be condemned. But because he paid the ultimate price, he died in your place and mine. He said, though your sin, I become sin for you. Because of him, we are his friends. We are his lovers. We are his children. We are redeemed. We are forgiven. We are chosen. We are saved. We have hope. We are loved. And we can come near to him. What a wonderful father we have.